I am super excited to announce that A Good Feeling Dog Training is now offering Skype dog training consults. And in the future, I'm also putting together online dog training courses. So if you wanted to work with me and you don't live in Colorado, please check out agfdogtraining.com and under services, Skype sessions. And if you'd like to do online training courses, stay tuned and I will let you know when those drop. Welcome to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. Welcome back to Disorderly Dogs the Podcast. This is your host, Rachel Harris. I am so enjoying hearing all of your feedback, so thank you so much for that. Also, thank you to everyone who voted in my Instagram polls. It's really kind of fun to see what you guys want to hear about. Um, so yeah, so I did the Instagram poll and unanimously 67% of you agreed that you would like to hear me talk about helping shy and or fearful dogs. This is a topic that's really near and dear to my heart. As you've heard me talk about in previous episodes, Sunny was um, my very, very scared, fearful, shy dog, and he taught me a lot, a lot, and I'm really excited to kind of share some of the things that he taught me with you guys today. Um So when we're talking shy, fearful dogs, right, we're talking about dogs who are displaying behaviors, avoidance behaviors, fear behaviors. So, you know, hiding, ears back, trembling, avoiding people, avoiding dogs, avoiding things that they perceive to be scary. So that's kind of what I mean by shy, fearful dogs. Um, When I'm looking at shy and fearful, fearful dogs. I want to look at the severity of the behaviors that they're displaying that make me feel like they are shy and or fearful. Okay, if you have a dog that is displaying fearful behavior a lot, so it's not just a day-to-day, it's kind of a moment-to-moment basis, that is not normal. And if the dog is experiencing that much fear on a moment-to-moment basis, I highly suggest you get into contact with a veterinary behaviorist in your area. Um, A veterinary behaviorist is a veterinarian who also has extra education in behavior. And with that, they are experts in prescribing medication. That is something that only a veterinary behaviorist could help you with. There are lots of trainers that claim to be behaviorists, but you can really only be a behaviorist if you are a veterinarian and you get your further education to also be a veterinary behaviorist. So just to clarify there, um, if you have a dog who is constantly trembling, constantly in fear, 
that is something that you need help from a veterinary behaviorist, okay? That's something that like I don't help with. You have to see the veterinary behaviorist first and get their opinion and probably get them started on some meds. And once you do that, then I can kind of be part of the picture, you know, or or another positive reinforcement trainer. So just to kind of give you some perspective on that, okay? So if you have a dog who's experiencing fear more than 50% of their day every single day, you need to talk to a veterinary behaviorist first and foremost, okay? But for, you know, the rest of the shy, fearful dogs that aren't that severe and they're not experiencing that much fear on a daily basis, that those are the dogs that I'm talking about in this episode, okay? So I really just wanted to be clear in making those distinctions because um, it's important and a veterinary behaviorist is brilliant and if you need their help please reach out get their help because it's only going to make your dog's life easier and in turn probably make your life easier too so um I love aids in helping fearful dogs, right? If you haven't already listened to episode number five, where we talk with um, Dr. Ludke and Trish Wilhelm from Vets Yes, I suggest you go back and listen to that. CBD oil can be a huge help for shy and or fearful dogs. So that's a resource um, that I definitely am going to use. Um, I also really like Thunder shirts. If you aren't familiar with the Thunder shirt, it's essentially like a compression shirt that can help with fear. And I've had really great success with those with um, not only my own dogs, but also with clients' dogs. Um, if you aren't familiar with DAP, D-A-P, it stands for Dog Appeasement Pheromone. That's also another aid that I like to use for fearful, shy dogs. Um, I'm also a big believer in essential oils. I use essential oils for me, and I think that they work really well for helping to calm dogs too. So that's definitely another thing that you could try. Um, I've also seen chiropractic go a long way in helping shy, fearful dogs in addition to acupuncture, right? So that's also something that you probably need to, you know, get in contact with a a veterinarian who practices either of those things. If you need help finding one, please just send me a DM DM on Instagram. I'd be happy to help connect you with someone. Um, If you are in Colorado, there are some fabulous veterinarians that do chiropractic and acupuncture. Um, I actually took Tiva in Wayland to see Dr. Caitlin Leonard. She is fantastic. Wayland was super out of whack, bless his heart. His ribs were not where they should be. So Caitlin helped get us aligned. And, you know, Tiva, she's getting up there. She'll be 12 soon. So, you know, Caitlin really made sure that she was aligned. So that's also something that I think is a huge helper in addition to some of the other calming aids. So In addition to the aids, again, I'm always going to look at how can I manage an environment to make sure that the dog has the best chance of success, okay? When it comes to shy, fearful dogs, there is absolutely no rush. You should never be forcing or rushing a shy, fearful dog into a situation that they cannot handle, okay? So that is really, really important. Above all else, no rushing, no forcing, because that's only going to intensify their fear and it's only going to make it worse, okay? If you have a dog who is new to you, who has been in your home for less than a week, then my suggestion for shy, fearful dogs is to let them adapt to their environment with really little expectation of them, right? So I'm talking don't take them anywhere, 
Just let them adapt to their environment. If you foster dogs, first of all, thank you for fostering because it saves lives. Um, And if you are fostering a dog that just came off of transport and they are displaying fearful, shy behavior, I would not be taking them anywhere except for your house and letting them adapt and kind of adjust there for at least a week, a full seven days. Give the dog a chance to detox and kind of adapt to their new environment. Okay, so that is my suggestion for any shy or fearful dog. If they are new to you, don't take them anywhere. Don't do much with them except for bond and just let them kind of take the world in. Okay, if you have a shy, fearful dog that has lived with you for longer than seven days, then I think you can start to look at some simple training activities that are not really for the sake of manners, but really more for the sake of confidence building. So that's really more my objective than anything when it comes to training a shy, fearful dog, is I want a confident dog who wants to participate in the training, right? Once I have that, then I can focus on more like fancy, you know, trained behaviors. But initially, I really just want the dog to participate. Um, Some dogs cannot participate in training initially because it is too scary for them. If you have a dog who you get your treats ready and you're ready to do a training session and their ears go back and they run away, you are not ready to do much training, right? I may just sit in a room with a bag full of treats and anytime that dog moves or comes anywhere near me, I will just very gently toss them a treat. We're gently tossing so that we don't scare the dog by hucking a treat at them. right? You have to be very, very self-aware when it comes to living with a shy or fearful dog. If you are a loud, exuberant person and you have a shy, fearful dog, you are going to have to work really hard to take it down a couple of notches, okay? Take it down a couple of notches. And it's not easy, right? But it's important that the dog can be comfortable and learn to trust before, you know, you're shouting and getting really, really excited and startling them. Okay, Um, when we very first rescued Sunny from Table Mountain Animal Shelter, he was so afraid of people that if anyone approached him, he would just pee in fear. I mean, it was absolutely heartbreaking. It was so sad. So, you know, we've really spent just a couple of weeks just like, here's a cookie for me coming near you. Right. And we took it really, really slow. I think that it depends on the shy, fearful dog, but I think in certain situations, it can be helpful to have a confident dog to lead the way. That is contingent on your shy, fearful dog being comfortable around other dogs. If your shy, fearful dog is terrified of other dogs, then a confident older dog is probably not going to work the same way. When we rescued Sunny, we also had Tiva. And Tiva is a very confident dog. She likes people. She likes other dogs. And he was really able to learn from her and kind of take her lead when it came to interacting with people. So Sunny was probably with us for a full four weeks before he would like seek attention from anyone except for me. Um, Sunny was pretty quick to seek attention from me because I was really kind of like the safety blanket. Um, bless his heart. Soul dog. Yeah. Sunny was for sure my soul dog. But anyways, uh, 
confident dog can be helpful for shy, fearful dogs. Okay. So when I'm working with a dog who is now actively like taking food from me, wants to participate in the training, I love teaching a hand target. And that's super simple, right? You just present an empty hand, they touch it with their nose, you mark yes, you give them a reward, right? It's that simple. Not only are you getting them to participate in the training, but I also really kind of like the association building with hands, right? Because I think for a lot of shy, fearful dogs, hands approaching them can be really, really scary. So a a hand target is a super easy, simple thing to teach a shy, fearful dog, Um, If you are not familiar with Do Over Dogs, A Second Chance at Life, they are a rescue based in Colorado, and I have had the privilege of working with several dogs that they have pulled from all over the country, really, but a certain dog comes to mind. Her name is Oksana, and she is a Rottweiler mix. I will post a link to her picture and bio because she is still available for adoption, but she was she's she's a very shy fearful dog and her fosters are super sweet kind patient people and the first session I had with them all we did was teach her a nose touch it was as simple as that and now the last time I went to see her not only was she like joyfully excited when I walked in the door she was confident when I asked her to do a nose touch and it was really brilliant right and that's all we taught her was just that nose touch and it went a long way for helping to build confidence so like I said it really boils down to confidence building for these shy fearful dogs right and that's totally possible in small simple training exercises so a nose touch is my first go-to when I'm looking at training a shy, fearful dog, any behavior, okay? So once I have that taught, right? The dog understands the nose touch, they're more confident, I'm getting more participation, then maybe I'll move to simpler things like a sit. Um, I may just lure the dog into a sit. So I'll just put a treat right in front of their nose and really gently, slowly move it back towards their back end. As soon as their little booty hits the ground, I will say yes and I will reward right? Um, I like to use luring when I'm working with shy, fearful dogs because it makes the process a little bit easier and I think it can take some of like the overthinking out of it. In my experience, shy, fearful dogs are constantly in their own heads, so to speak, right? They're overthinking and overthinking and overthinking certain situations. So yeah, I'm a big fan of luring when it comes to shy fearful dogs if you don't know what luring means it's you just put a treat in front of the dog and kind of lure them and move them where you want them to go some shy fearful dogs will not lure because they're too afraid right and that's that's absolutely possible too um Another thing that I really love to teach shy, fearful dogs is that anytime they pay attention to me, there is a treat in it for them. So they don't really have to do anything. I'm pretty much just shaping. Um, I guess I'm not really shaping. I'm more capturing, right? I'm capturing any behavior that they offer that I'd like to see again. So say you have a shy, fearful dog and someone new comes into the house and they take one step towards that person, which is not normal for them because they normally go and hide. I would definitely reward that, right? So small, simple choices and actions are 
absolutely reinforceable when it comes to shy, fearful dogs. Okay. Um, so like I said, Sonny was a total mess. He was terrified of people. He was scared of loud noises. He was scared of the dishwasher. He was scared of the refrigerator. Sometimes he was scared of his own dog food bowl. And I tell you what, the first time he jumped on someone because he was excited to see them, I mean, we just had a huge celebration, right? I'm a big believer in adapting rules based on the dog's needs. Okay, so a happy, confident dog, I'm probably not going to reinforce jumping on people (laughs) for obvious reasons. But a dog who can be terrified of people and takes the initiative to jump on someone because they are so excited, ooh, you best believe I'm going to reinforce that, right? So if you have a shy, fearful dog, throw out the the old school rule rule book on what dogs should and shouldn't do. Okay, because that's it's so irrelevant. It's it's about building up the dog that's in front of you, not subscribing to a societal norm about what dogs should and shouldn't do. Okay, so um, if you needed someone to give you permission, here I am. I'm giving you permission. Okay, Um, if you have a dog who is terrified of going outside and every time you try and take them outside, they strain at the end of the leash, I would first and foremost stop doing that. And second of all, I would invest in a long leash, not a retractable leash, leash, right? Like a long leash, a 20 foot flat long leash. And I would put that on the dog and I would prop open the door and I would go outside of the door. There should be no tension on the leash whatsoever. And I would sit there and I would wait in any inch centimeter the dog takes towards the doorway I would reward right and you're gonna have to brace yourself because patience is key when it comes to these shy fearful dogs because you may have to do that exercise seven days in a row and maybe on that seventh day the dog is actually going to come outside with you If you haven't already listened to episode number eight, Giving Your Dog Choices, it's also super relevant and pertinent to working with shy, fearful dogs. Um, If I have a shy, fearful dog, I am going to do my best to make sure that every single scenario, I never have to force them into anything. Okay, so if you have a shy, fearful dog and you have a vet visit scheduled and it is not urgent, I would delay it. Because the more situations you put the dog in that they are terrified, the, the more intense the fear is going to get. So set up the environment so the dog doesn't have to reach those lengths. If you have a vet appointment scheduled and it is essential, talk to your vet about getting some sort of meds to make it easier for the dog. Okay, um, I have Trazodone on hand because Tiva is terrified of fireworks. So even my happy, confident Tiva, she is terrified of fireworks. So I have Trazodone on hand so I can give it to her so that her life can be a little bit easier. When I say terrified, I mean she's like hiding under the bed, trembling, won't come out for an hour, right? So that's why we went the meds route. Again, this is something you have to talk to your veterinarian about, but I highly suggest it because if it can make your dog's life that much easier it's absolutely worth it, okay? Um, If you have a shy, fearful dog that has lived with you for a long time and you don't feel like it is getting better, I, again, think you should talk to a veterinary behaviorist. I think that there's a lot of stigma behind medication, and 
I would like to, you know, dispel some of those myths and, you know, kind of break down some of the stigma because if medication can help your dog function a happier, healthier life, then it is absolutely worth it. Let me say that again. If medication can help your dog live a happier and healthier life, it is absolutely worth it. There is no sense in letting your dog suffer if there is medication that can help. Okay, if I would have known about medication for Sonny, I absolutely would have gone that route. And I really think that he would have been able to make more progress and build more confidence sooner. Right. Um, I've talked about this before, but I was I was a super novice dog owner when I had Sonny and I definitely put him in situations he wasn't ready for. And that probably made it worse, too. But it's important to remember that you do have options, right, to help the dog outside of like just training and patience, okay? Um, sometimes if you give the dog enough time, medication isn't necessarily important, right? You don't necessarily need medication. Um, I find that younger dogs, so puppies, you know, dogs younger than six months old, if they are afraid, I find that if you give them a week or two and you give them some time to adapt, they can be quicker to bounce back. In my experience, dogs who are over the age of one and a half, it's the fear is a little bit more it's just a little bit more real, right? And just like a week is not necessarily going to be enough time to give them the confidence they need to interact in their day-to-day, right? I hope that makes sense. Um, So once you have a dog who is willingly participating in training sessions, you've been able to teach the nose touch, you've been able to reinforce some sits, then I think you can work on, you know, more advanced manners, right? Maybe work on a down, maybe work on some loose leash walking, maybe work on some recalls. Um, Something else that I did to build confidence for Sunny was uh, agility, dog agility, Um, And we seriously started just to build confidence, right? It took Sunny, I think we went through 12 weeks of classes before he would go anywhere near a tunnel. (laughs) He was terrified. He he just couldn't. And we never forced it because that was unnecessary. The whole point of going to the class was to build confidence and have fun, right? He loved jumping. And, you know, after, you know, the, the 12 weeks of classes, he did do a tunnel and he learned how much fun tunnels could be. And, you know, fast forward a couple of years, Sonny and I ended up competing in agility for a long time because he loved it and he was brilliant at it. And I have vivid memories of the joy, right? The joy that came from him when we ran agility. I'm sorry, it's, you know, it's it's worth getting choked up about because you have to celebrate every single victory. And the shy, fearful dogs, they're not your normal dog who can just go everywhere and do everything. And that is okay. There's still so much brilliance and there's still so much to celebrate about them, right? But Agility is brilliant for team building and I love it for confidence building. So I think that that is also something worth looking into for your shy, fearful dog. Um, If you have a shy, fearful dog and you feel overwhelmed, please reach out to a positive reinforcement trainer in your area. 
please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. I'm happy to give you tidbits of information as best as I can to help guide you if you have a shy, fearful dog. Um, They're not easy and they take a lot of time and they take a lot of patience, but remember to appreciate the journey. Please celebrate every single victory, no matter how small. Like I said, the first time Sunny jumped on someone, I think we were all crying tears of joy because we were so proud of him. It's a big deal for that dog, right? So um, shy, fearful dogs are brilliant in, in their own right. And I think that if you can give them time and patience and use other aids to help through the you know the shy fearful time it is absolutely worth it to see them blossom if you have a shy fearful dog that has transformed and can trust and is a happy joyful dog please 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 tag me on instagram i love to share in your joy and your success so please tag me videos pictures. If I am not already following them and this dog has an Instagram account, I need to know about it. Okay. Um, So I hope that that gives you some good information and some feedback about what you can be doing if you have a shy, fearful dog. Like I said, this is near and dear to my heart. Sunny was a total disaster and he transformed. He blossomed into a happy, confident boy. And I am so grateful to him for that journey. So Thank you so much for tuning in, and I am already looking forward to the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to learn more about us, please check us out on Instagram at a good feeling underscore in co. You can also find us on Facebook at A Good Feeling Dog Training, as well as our website, agfdogtraining.com.